Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Metro News This Morning. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Home of the RV warranty forever. For more information, visit BurdettCamping.com. It's Friday, January 27th, and we're ready to roll with today's information you need in West Virginia. We begin with the forecast for the Mountain State. The snowfall we're experiencing this morning will persist and finally taper off across much of the state around the noon hour. We'll have a little more on the forecast coming up in a moment. Right now, let's get up to date on the news of the day in West Virginia. At the Metro News Anchor Desk this morning is Carrie Hudasek. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Chris. A Morgantown man accused of collaborating to assault U.S. Capitol Police officers with pepper spray during the January 6th riots will be sentenced in federal court today. Metro News statewide correspondent Brad McElhaney says 41-year-old George Tanios served five months after his arrest and federal prosecutors aren't seeking any additional time behind bars. Tanios was jailed from March 4th, 2021 to August 20th, 2021, and then released to home confinement. In addition to the time he has already served, prosecutors are asking for a 12-month term of supervised release 250 hours of community service, and $500 restitution. The family of the Capitol Police officer who died is expected to testify at this afternoon's hearing set for 1 o'clock. Kanawha County prosecutors say they believe a Charleston police officer acted in self-defense when they shot and killed a man earlier this month. No criminal charges will be filed against that officer. Police say 43-year-old William Henry Jr. of Charleston was shot on January 11th after he advanced at officers while refusing all commands to drop a pipe he was holding. Henry died at the hospital. The officer was treated at the hospital for a head injury. A former Ohio County Sheriff has died. The Ohio County Sheriff's Office announced Thursday morning that former sheriff and longtime public servant Tom Burgoyne passed away. He was 82 years old. Burgoyne was police chief of Ohio County from 2000 to 2008. Before that, he spent some years working with the FBI. U.S. Senator Joe Manchin issued a statement in regard to Burgoyne's death, saying Tom was a dedicated community leader, sheriff, father, and husband. His presence was felt by the entire Ohio County community. In total, Tom spent 39 years of his life working with the FBI and the Sheriff's Department. The department issued a statement saying Tom will be remembered as a distinguished leader. I'm Jarrett Lewis. WVMetroNews.com. An investigation continues into a Charleston apartment fire that left dozens of families without a home. Joshua Williams, a city refuse employee, was at work Wednesday afternoon when he got a call that the Regal Apartments were on fire. He was able to save his cat from the burning building, but lost everything else he owned. It's just kind of hard to fathom even what all I lost. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just real shocking, overwhelming. It's kind of like, 
you know, just <laughs> you need everything because everything's gone. American Red Cross Regional CEO Erica Manny says they're working with Mountain Mission and other community groups to provide clothing, financial assistance, and other basic necessities. Identifying the things that they lost, um, making sure that their prescriptions, medications, life-sustaining needs are being taken care of in addition to that, you know, longer-term planning of where they're going to stay, where they're going to live. The building had to be demolished after the roof caved in. No one was hurt. Attorney Harvey Payton says there's a strategy behind a lawsuit filed against West Virginia for not allowing the sale of abortion pills. They pick the toughest case, the case where you've got an absolute prohibition on abortion. Instead of an express dealing with the drug, it's the toughest case that's going to apply. You know, we're going to see if the... Uh, preemption applies here because yeah. if it applies here it applies everywhere the company gen bio pro contends that the abortion ban passed in west virginia last fall interferes with its ability to market the drug even though it is subject to extensive federal regulation state attorney general patrick morrissey says he plans to fight the litigation Power company officials say the winter storm we saw on Christmas weekend produced unexpectedly high demand for electricity. PGM Vice President for State Policy and Member Services Asim Haq told senators that on Thursday. We were especially tight from a supply-demand perspective on the 23rd and the 24th. Our load forecast on the 23rd was low. And that is something that we have to own. He says natural gas accounted for just over 70 percent of that short supply. A bill to give corrections officers in West Virginia both a pay raise and a bonus is advancing in the State House of Delegates. Raleigh County Delegate Eric Brooks, a former corrections officer in the Federal Bureau of Prisons, supported the bill. Be cheerleaders for these men and women uh, that are working the post even right now as we speak in an unbelievably and unspeakably dangerous environment. I know from experience. The bill passed the House Jails and Prisons Committee Thursday and now heads to House Finance. Governor Jim Justice will join state transportation officials today to celebrate the completion of the Wheeling I-70 bridge project. The project has been taking place since August 2019 and included upgrades to 25 bridges along the Wheeling Corridor of Interstate 70, part of the governor's Roads to Prosperity program. It's the largest project to date. The event kicks off at 2 this afternoon. And all schools are closed today in the following counties due to winter weather. Nicholas, Pendleton, Preston, Randolph, Tucker, Tyler, and Webster counties. Thank you, Carrie. Coming up in our backgrounder, as you said, the governor will be in Wheeling at noon today for a town hall meeting. Talking about that personal income tax also while he's there to... uh, dedicate that bridge project the the wheeling bridges project we'll talk about the uh, tax plan coming up in our backgrounder and then uh, kyle wiggs is off again today joe bricado will be in for him and a stunner in huntington last night as marshall falls in double overtime we'll talk about that and more with joe all coming up since 1977, Burdette Camping Center has served the tri-state area's RV needs with the finest campers and trailers you can buy. Go to BurdetteCamping.com to see their inventory, including new travel trailers and new fifth wheels arriving daily. Burdette has the best finance rates available. Remember, don't throw your money away. Get great deals at BurdetteCamping.com, West Virginia's only warranty forever provider. Burdette Camping Center, located at 13501 Winfield Road in Winfield. Joe Bricado has sports in a moment right now in our backgrounder. Governor Jim Justice will be in Wheeling at noon today for a third consecutive day of 
town hall meetings focusing on his personal income tax reduction plan that's already passed the House of Delegates. But during a Thursday appearance on Metro News Talk Line, State Senate President Craig Blair was asked what he thinks about all these town hall meetings. What we ought to do is ask Joe Manchin that question, because Joe Manchin was a governor that got into the weeds and worked with us and and, uh, and brought all the information to the table. Look, there could be possibly be over a $300 million callback from the federal government or from the Department of Ed and the spendings, and we're actually having to spend money into the SBA to be able to make our numbers look better so that we're not getting a callback. A call, I mean, because the federal government might come in and say, uh, you didn't use this this federal money appropriately, therefore you're going to have to pay it back. We didn't spend enough money of the CARES Act of to be able, in education, and now we got to pay it back. So, see, these things come into play on that. And so I don't see the purpose myself of going and, and going from town to town in, in our state and arguing for his tax plan. If the real, uh, where the rubber meets the road is right here. Governor Justice will be at Independence Hall in Wheeling at noon today. It is 617 on the morning news to the sports desk now. Joe Bricado is in for Kyle Wiggs. And Joe, rough night for the thundering herd. Couldn't pull this one out of the fire last night. That's right, Chris. And as you hear in a second from Dan D'Antoni, he said it was a game that was there for the taking for the third. For the herd, they were just unable to close it out. The five-game win streak for Marshall came to an end last night in Huntington. Louisiana Monroe outlasted the thundering herd by the final of 86-82 to in double overtime. Marshall had a nine-point lead early in the second second half, but the Warhawks got a three-pointer from Jamari Blackman with seven seconds left in regulation to send the game to overtime. Blackman led all scores with 35 points. Marshall was out-rebounded by 21 points, and they or by 21, and they allowed 22 second-chance points. I thought the best defender of us was ourselves. You know, I, we should have won regulation, should have won the first overtime, should have won the second overtime. And we just did things that uh, you can't do, you know. We made mistakes. But still, we, we sat down in front of a three, which we had told them not to do. Went to meet the ball, and told them to wrap it up, and you know, knock it loose. You know, it's just... It happens, but uh, we have to regroup. That's Dan D'Antoni. Tavion Kinsey led Marshall with 28 points. Now at 6-3 and three in Sunbelt Conference play, the Herd will play host to Georgia State on Saturday. Good win for the Marshall women's basketball team. They picked up a 61-59 victory at Louisiana Monroe. The Herd closed the game on a 7 to nothing run. Frankfurt High School graduate Abby Beeman led Marshall with 17 points, saying the Herd will wrap up their two-game road trip visiting Arkansas State on Saturday. The WVU women's basketball team, meanwhile, hits the road later today in advance of Saturday's matchup at TCU. The Mountaineers defeated the Horned Frogs 77-45 at the Coliseum back on January 10th. Mountaineers are on the NCAA tournament bubble. They stand at 13-5 overall and 4-3 and in Big 12 play. WVU is coming off of a bye week in their schedule, and Jalen Hemingway says the rest was much needed. I think it's a good time to make sure that we stay focused and make sure that we don't, you know, lose our heads or anything and just realize that, um, you know, we had three games last week. We kind of have a shorter week this week, but we still got to make sure that we are you know, focused on improving every day. Tip time tomorrow in Fort Worth is set for 2 p.m. After 16 years with the West Virginia Golf Association, Brad Ullman is leaving the WVGA to become the tournament director for the Live Golf Tour. Ullman has been the executive director of the state's golf association since 2014. Thank you, Joe. Join me tomorrow morning on Metro News Radio and streaming at WVMetroNews.com for West Virginia Outdoors. It'll be at 7.06 tomorrow morning. Now with today's commentary, here's the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. 
Chris, last June, the U.S. Supreme Court, in a 6-3 ruling, struck down the Roe v. Wade decision that legalized abortion and sent the issue back to the states. Just three months later, the West Virginia legislature passed a law prohibiting abortions, except in very limited circumstances. But that was not the end of the story. The court's decision prompted yet another legal question. Prescription drugs that terminate pregnancies in early weeks were approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, 23 years ago. Would abortion bans also prohibit those legal drugs from being prescribed and used? West Virginia's law envisions just that. It says an abortion may not be performed or induced or be attempted to be performed or induced except in limited circumstances. Therefore, it is currently unlawful to prescribe or use mifepristone and misoprostol, which are used to terminate pregnancies up to 10 weeks. But there is a legal dispute over that interpretation, and West Virginia is going to be the battleground for that issue. GenBioPro, developer of a genetic version of mifepristone, has filed a lawsuit in federal court in West Virginia claiming the state's abortion law interferes with the legal sale of a drug approved by the FDA, the abortion pill. It claims in the lawsuit that federal law preempts West Virginia's ban and restrictions. It says these laws impermissibly restrict patients' access to mifepristone and GenBioPro's opportunity and ability to market, promote, and sell the medication in the state. That argument was also put forth by U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland after the Supreme Court decision. He said at that time, states may not ban mifepristone based on disagreement with the FDA's expert judgment about its safety and efficacy. Now, West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Marcy challenged that assumption after the suit was filed in West Virginia this week. He said in a prepared statement, While it may not sit well with manufacturers of abortion drugs, the U.S. Supreme Court has made it clear that regulating abortion is a state issue. He went on to say, I will stand strong for the life of the unborn and will not relent in our defense of this clearly constitutional law. The legal question is one of primacy. When federal and state laws conflict, which one prevails? Typically, the federal government does because of the supremacy clause of the U.S. Constitution. But Morrissey will make a federalism argument. The state, he said, retains the police power to regulate how drugs may be used by medical professionals. This is a high-stakes case, and it will begin right here in federal court in southern West Virginia. Regardless of the outcome, there will be appeals, and ultimately, the U.S. Supreme Court might once again find itself taking up the abortion question. Chris? Thanks, Ob. I'll be back at 10.06 this morning with Metro News Talk Line on the radio and streaming at WVMetroNews.com. Now your West Virginia weather forecast. Snow shower chances will persist through the morning. Accumulation of snowfall about 1 to 2 inches expected in the mountains. Just a light coating across the lowlands to the west. There's a weak clipper system that will bring a light snow event to northern West Virginia and the northern mountains tonight into tomorrow morning. Light accumulation is expected from that. More widespread but light rain is untapped for Sunday and Monday as a flat wave crosses the state. Then there's another system possible around the middle of next week, but there remains much uncertainty on the details and timing of that one and the kind of precipitation that we will get. And now you're up to date. Have yourself a great day and a great weekend. For Hoppy Kerchival, Joe Bricado, and Carrie Hudasek, I'm Chris Lawrence, and this is Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Brought to you by Burdett Camping Center. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.